I do want to say thank you to each of you for being here this evening. It's been a weird year, and uh, it's been a weird Christmas season, but it is truly a pleasure to be able to come together and remind ourselves of truths that we hold dear and that we rest upon for eternal life. I just have a few minutes, and so just want to read a text from Luke chapter 2. And as we read this text, I really want to focus upon, we're going to look at just mainly one verse. But I think you would agree with me as we think about the Christmas season, as we, as we sing Christmas carols, as we think about Christmas traditions, I think if we would think through all those things, we would all agree there's not a lot that we really know. For instance, we don't know what day Jesus was born. It could be December 25th. There's 364 other days that it might have been. We don't know how many magi were there. There's a lot about the Christmas celebration that we do not know. So what I want to do this evening real quickly is to focus upon what we do for certain know. Luke chapter 2. I want to read just real quickly verses 7 through 20. And then we're going to focus in on verse 11. Luke chapter 2, beginning in verse 7. Hear the word of the Lord. And she, this is referring to Mary, gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. And in the same region, there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them and the glory of the Lord shone around them. And they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them. With all the uncertainty and all the things that we may um, discuss and talk about whether it may be true or untrue concerning Christmas and the birth of Christ and all the details around his, his birth in early years. I think verse 11 tells us three amazing things that we can know for sure. Three things. The first is this, that we do know for sure that we received the Savior. Look, listen again to verse 11. This angel comes and announces to these shepherds, For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior. 
as we think about the birth of Christ, as we think about the reality that God put on flesh, the bread of life came down out of heaven and lived amongst us, let us be mindful. Let us be focused on the reality that God sent a Savior. In Luke chapter 19, verse 10, on Sunday mornings, soon, we will go back walking through the gospel according to Luke. We've gotten through the first three chapters, and and we're using Luke 19, verse 10, as the thesis of our study through the gospel of Luke. And there, Jesus says that he came to seek and to save the lost. It's as if Jesus is telling us in in Luke's gospel, here is my purpose for coming and humbling myself and putting on human flesh to seek and to save those who are lost. Paul says this in 1 Timothy 1, verse 15. He says, it is a trustworthy statement deserving full acceptance that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. Acts chapter 4, verse 12, Peter and John are on trial. Peter says this, There is salvation in no one else. There is no other name under heaven by which we must be saved. Friends, as we think about Christmas, as we celebrate Christmas, don't get lost in, in, in a baby in a manger. Don't get lost in in the tinsel and and the lights and the trees. Be reminded of the message that the angel delivered to those shepherds today in the city of David. The Savior is born. Philippians chapter 3 verse 20. For those of you who are here tonight that would say, I am a born again follower of Jesus Christ. I am walking By faith, trusting Him as my Savior. Paul says this in Philippians 3.20. He says, our citizenship is not in America. That's good news. He says, our citizenship is in heaven. And from it, we await what? A Savior. The Lord Jesus Christ. These angels declare a message to these shepherds. And these angels would not want us to miss the message that they delivered. For unto you is born the Savior. Not only the Savior, but secondly, we do know that we received the Christ. Notice again in verse 11. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ. The word Christ is is a Greek word of of describing the Messiah, the anointed one. This is dealing with the kingship of Jesus. These angels declare to these shepherds, and we must not miss it because through the, the, the living word of God, these Angels are declaring to you and me today that Jesus Christ is King. How many of you would agree that 2020 has been a weird year? 
How many of you would say, I, I myself and I know other people who at, at seasons and times have been filled with unrest and fear and anxiety? Maybe even right now. We have people in our church right now who are still dealing with serious health effects that we continue to pray for them for healing. Could I say to you today, do not be fearful. Why? Because our king is on his throne. Please do not think that 2020 has been a year that caught God by surprise and God is like, boy, I didn't see this one coming. As we celebrate Christmas this year, if you have little ones and you're going to celebrate Christmas in the morning, set them down and remind them the king is on the throne. The sovereign ruler, the sovereign creator of every subatomic particle in the universe, he's on the throne. And we can trust him and we can rest in him. Even when life seems out of control. Thirdly and lastly, we can know for a fact that we received the Lord. Again, verse 11, these angels say to these shepherds, For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. It's the Greek word kurios. It means master. One who owns something. And I would say to us this evening that the whole purpose of Jesus coming, when Jesus says, I have come to seek and to save the lost, if that is you tonight, if you would say, I rest by faith in the finished work of Jesus Christ, Jesus is calling each of us to submit to the lordship, the mastery of Christ himself. The Bible tells us, Paul tells us, that there is a day coming, a future day coming, and it blows my mind to think about the reality of what this will look like. As we live in a world where so many people reject even the, the concept of a God, a creator, as more and more people worship science and knowledge and reject the God who is over it all, it blows my mind that Paul says there is a day coming when, guess what? Every knee will bow and every tongue will confess what? That Jesus Christ is Lord. Is kurios. He's master. He is over it all. And here's what I would want to say to us tonight. As we, as we prepare ourselves to celebrate the birth of Jesus. Don't picture Jesus a baby in a manger. A helpless babe that needs Mary to swoop him up and take care of him. In your heart and in your mind, envision Christ who is King, Christ who is Lord, Christ who is seated at the right hand of the Father. And He says to you and to me who are trusting and resting in His life, death, and resurrection, He says, come and follow me. Make me Lord of your life. Matthew 7, 21, Jesus says, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but those who 
do the will or obey my Father who is in heaven. Luke 6.46, Jesus says, why do you call me Lord, Lord, but you do not do what I tell you to? Peter says this to believers. 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 15. Peter says, sanctify Christ. Set apart Christ. Acknowledge Christ as Lord of your lives. This Christmas, as we celebrate the, the most monumental occurrence in human history, that God came down, that God put on flesh, that God tabernacled, He dwelt among us to save us from our sins. May we be mindful that He is our Savior. He is the Christ. He is the Lord. And that we would worship Him, that we would love Him, that we would sanctify Him as King of kings. I want to say to each of you, Merry Christmas. If you're here tonight and you would say, I don't know Christ Jesus as my King. I don't know Him as my Lord. I don't know Him as my Savior. We would want to offer to you the greatest gift, which is forgiveness. Forgiveness of your sins and the gift of eternal life. How? That you would believe upon Him. John 3.16 the, the verse that most of us probably first memorized when we're we little ones say it with me. For God so loved the world that He gave His only Son that whoever believes in Him would not perish but have everlasting life. Can you tonight say, I am a partaker of the greatest gift, the gift of forgiveness, the gift of reconciliation to our Creator, our God, and our King by a personal relationship with Jesus Christ by faith. We're going to pray. We're going to stand here in just a moment, and we're going to sing Silent Night as we give praise and honor and glory to Him. We are thankful that you're here tonight. Uh, on behalf of the First Baptist Church, I just want to say, if you're not from this church, thank you for being here. Um, and we, we hope that we, you know that we love our community, and we want to serve it well, and we want to proclaim the gospel with clarity. I'm going to pray for us. Our praise team is going to lead us, and we will, uh, if you don't have a candle, you might grab one real quickly. We're going to light our candles uh, as we close our service this evening. Let's pray together. Father in heaven, we praise you, and we thank you, God. Uh, for the, the message that these angels delivered to those shepherds. A message that should encourage, and I pray it does encourage, our hearts and our minds tonight. That as we live in a world that is filled with sin, that as we are often discouraged with our own behaviors and, and attitudes and actions and words, God, we're not resting in our goodness or in our efforts or in our works to be right with you. We're resting in all that Jesus has done for us and all that Jesus is doing for us right now. God, we give praise to you that you sent your son 
that would save sinners such as ourselves. Help us to be faithful to worship and praise and and revel in the message of the gospel. Help us to be faithful to share that message with others as you give us the opportunity. We give praise, we give honor, we give glory to Christ Jesus, our Savior, our Lord, and our King. We ask it all in His name by faith.